0: How's that fast internet treating you, Lucas? Uh, Better than when I was at my folks' place, definitely. Not quite as good as when I was in Chicago, but uh, I'm told Fiber's coming to the neighborhood, and I'm looking forward to that.
1: You'll be moving out before Fiber comes to your neighborhood. (laughs) Hopefully.
0: Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully... A lot of things are going to happen on episode 146 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. We are back. We are better than ever. We are stronger than ever. You see us do a five by five and you just can't believe it. You just can't believe how well we do that. I don't know what's good for a five by five, but we're better than good. What's a five by five? I think it's a kind of workout. Hmm. Five by five workout Five sets, five reps That's What is the five is. by five workout? Uh, numerous variations of the program Not a great way to start uh, One of the most popular is strong lifts Five by five With a strong lift you perform just five compound exercises each week The deadlift, squat, bench press, overhead press And barbell row
2: So, wait, you just do, like, one exercise for, like, the whole workout on each day? Like, today, I'm going to deadlift. Apparently. That's it.
0: Yeah. Just kill it with that.
2: Yeah. Just deadlifting for an hour and 15 minutes or whatever it is.
0: Hmm. And that man doing that deadlifting is... Real life Mario Kart expert, Andrew Clark.
2: I'm famous for how good at Mario Kart I am. Somebody no, tried you're to... real life.
0: Yeah. Somebody
2: tried to take oh. you out with a banana, bro. Oh yeah, I forgot. Just <laughs> except you know that that's less Mario Kart and just more like Mario World Hitmen. Some some motherfucker thought he was slick thought i could put a banana peel behind my car and that it and that i'd fall for it but i'm not lacking
0: yeah because you're a real life mario kart expert not gonna fall for that shit Mm. also on the podcast today we have a man who can merge six lanes in like half a mile ryan holtz
1: hey yeah I don't know. I showed Lucas my commute. Yeah. And like I always do, I'm like, so here's my on-ramp. No signs up there. I need to be five lanes over Mm. before those signs.
2: Otherwise, I miss my merge. Yeah. It's great. Mm -hmm. How is uh, driving in LA treating you, Lucas?
0: I have done so once so far. It was at... 6 a.m. on a Sunday, uh, coming back from the Burbank Airport. And I am confident in saying that I am the best Los Angeles driver out there from that one experience. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm glad that not driving for
2: five years has made, turned you into a very good driver.
0: I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fantastic driver. Also, hello, I'm Lucas DeRyder. I'm in Los Angeles now. What the fuck am I doing? Why Why? why, why can't I just move to middle-of-nowhere Wisconsin and buy a house with a $10,000 down payment and just be happy with a quiet life like that? What the fuck? What is wrong with me?
2: Lucas with the, the lighthearted questions here on the Voluntary Reviewing Podcast. Yeah. Who are we and why are we here? What
0: is our greater purpose? We are the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. We are here to delight, entertain, terrify, and a couple of other emotions. All for your benefit. Also, we're here because the Bucks are getting slaughtered. Like that wow, that actually works with the team name pretty well. The Bucks are out there being hunted for sport. Yeah, that was rough.
1: Not a great Much time. like my
0: internet connection right now.
1: Oh. you guys, Your guy's video keeps turning off because of oh. problems with my network.
2: I'm not having uh, any issues. Oh, oh I'm no. sure.
1: No, I mean, it's whatever. No. is what it is. I it was work. wondering if we could do an in-person podcast, Lucas, where I Ooh. go over there or vice versa to record
2: oh you guys can set up and like a studio you guys yeah. can be sitting in chairs and just yeah just talk just to our, me i'm, I'm the yeah, host your friend mm-hmm. calls in yeah no, the podcast is you and i'm i don't know i don't know the producer i'm the guy that they sometimes reference off screen like oh yeah andrew will take care of that or hey andrew play this sound effect <laughs> hey andrew can you bring up
0: that clip Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it, bud. (laughs) We're just ripping off Tiny Meat Gang at this point. Yeah, exactly.
2: I mean, lots of podcasts do it. uh, I was going to say, I think JRE
1: was the the big one that started that shit.
0: All right. I think it is about time more more than about time a week overdue practically that we move into news of the week uh very very progressive uh dc comics warner brothers and uh video game developer netherrealm Uh, Makers of Mortal Kombat uh, chose to celebrate Pride Month in the mobile version of Injustice 2 by having players beat up the canonically bisexual Poison Ivy. Nice. Yeah.
2: Yep, it was just, hey everyone, show that love conquers all (laughs) by beating (laughs) up bisexual Poison Ivy mm-hmm
0: <laughs> I you can't make it up i i I would say I don't know how things could get this bad if I didn't know for a fact that this is what happens when you try to do a pride thing and don't have a single queer person in a decision making position in your company.
2: No. Yeah. Yeah, that's usually how that
0: works Pretty fucked Pretty fucked, bro Thankfully, though Everything's okay The the white smoke has gone back Into the chimney Uh, Video game Pope Sonic the Hedgehog Will continue to be voiced by Roger Craig Smith Damn We're okay
1: so no more
2: uh, Schwartz? Are you Schwartz? just re- referencing video games specifically?
0: Just video games. Schwartz still in for the movies. Uh, I imagine he was too expensive for any of the games. But uh, yeah, this just seems like uh, maybe, maybe a little bit of a negotiations in the press. Something like that. And then it worked out in the end, apparently. Good for Roger Craig Smith. He does a good job. He was good in the Sonic Boom TV show. people
1: like sonic boom i thought that was like a joke
0: the games are garbage the show is
1: pretty top tier (laughs) top tier yeah for sonic media or top tier for tv shows
0: uh yes both
1: oh my god (laughs) i refuse to believe that sonic boom is a top tier television show
0: i all right let me best sonic boom Hey Andrew, pull that clip up. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. What do we get? What do we got from this one? Is this shareable immediately? Uh, oh god, this is like twelve minutes now. I'm sorry, Ryan. We'll we'll sync up on this after. I will prove it's, to you that the Sonic Boom show is pretty all right. It's got a seven out of ten. No, I'm not saying it. It's not pretty all right.
1: I didn't yep. know if you were saying it was a top tier TV, like you know. Breaking Bad, The Wire, <laughs> Sonic Boom, the you know <laughs> the classics,
0: the ones everyone acknowledges are the top tier. Right, uh, definitely better than the Sonic movie. Um, pretty pretty up there on the curve of children's uh, television entertainment.
1: Mm, it's yeah, of those
0: on that curve. Yeah, but well, mm, you can't criticize it. It's for kids. <laughs> <laughs> well. I guess a lot of the humor is also derived from Sonic fans who have been there since 1994. This this joke's for you. This is making mm. fun of uh, what this series has become. They, there is Oh, God, I forget the name of the Stephen King book movie where this happens. But there is literally an episode where it's just Sonic... Is broke both of his legs and is then oh, uh, held, yeah, yeah yes, and then held hostage by a super fan who just wants Sonic's feedback on his Sonic fan fiction.
1: Nice. Yeah, that sounds like a kid show to me.
0: Yeah, kid show full of Stephen King references. Love it and foot Damn. fetish. Yeah, and like
1: clear allegories to some shit going
0: down no (laughs) false imprisonment Mm. minimum uh we can blow through this one because it's something only i care about uh dragon quest announcements dragon quest 3 is getting an hd 2d remake similar to octopath traveler looking forward to that and then dragon quest 12 is titled the flames of fate and it promises to be a dragon quest aimed at adults. Which only means one thing. Those slimes are finally going to be fucking.
1: They already have been.
0: Yeah. The, the, the
1: creators of this game can't fight the, the fanfics of those slimes. I,
2: yeah. I remember when you first told us about that shit. What? Just the slimes. And how everyone's obsessed with the slimes. They're
0: the perfect character design. Like what? They're they're pure. They they are perfection. Oh god. And they're fucking, I guess.
1: Yeah. yeah. They represent innocence. Mm. They're
2: they're everything good in the world. And I'll fuck it.
0: <laughs> I'm going to fuck this slime. Oh my god. I do I do love the language of this is going to be a Dragon Quest for adults when it's not like the core members of this fan base are 45-year-old Japanese salarymen who have played every every Dragon Quest game, and their interaction with it today is something like, uh, yeah, so I have a PlayStation 4 uh, hidden in a trunk in my house, and whenever my wife and daughter leave, I... Break that out, and play an Hour of Dragon Quest, and put it away before they get back. Well, why don't you just, like, have that out all the time and play it? If they were to reject this part of me, I don't know what I would do.
2: So, is this going to be a Dragon Quest for adults in the same way that Pal World is Pokemon for adults?
0: (laughs) Oh, can we talk about that shit? I don't think I put that in here.
2: No, I mean, I I, I think we should talk about that shit more than most of the things in the planning document right now.
0: Fair. I saw that in a car, organically in a car, it came up on my Twitter feed, and that gave me whiplash. (laughs) Perfectly, perfectly safe car. I now have whiplash from that trailer.
2: So... When I first saw that trailer, it was because you sent it to us yes. with basically the the implication that, oh, this is not what it seems. Be prepared. And still, the first time I saw a dude being carried around by what is essentially a Pokemon shooting an M16 at people <laughs> down below, I'm like, oh man, that's really bad. I wasn't expecting that. There must be more of that in the trailer. And then it just kept getting worse. (laughs) Yeah. There was picking up a sheep Pokemon thing and using it as a shield as it cried as it was struck with bullets.
0: That sheep was (laughs) not having a good time. There were what looked to be... Slave labor. Yeah, slave
2: labor. (laughs) Making weaponry. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Just crying little cute animals. Killing... Pokemon with guns hunting them for, I assume, food and sport. And then also yeah. fishing and killing a bunch of little cute penguin things. Yeah. With, basically, dynamite. Having them float up. Mm. God damn. That shit's not okay. No.
1: How, how can they get away with... Like, it's... there? There's basically rip directly from pokemon a lot of those character models how do yeah. they get away with that
2: because they put guns in it
1: <laughs> but they're they can't just steal other people's character designs usually right like yes.
2: i think the so character one. designs are like different and like i i think the ones that look very much like obviously pokemon are just they're the pokemon version of either a real animal or just something that exists. Oh, like this is a long dragon thing. Like Pokémon does. Yeah, like Gyarados. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like
1: that. It's exactly like a Gyarados. <laughs> <You> no, <know>, it <laughs> does though. look like exactly it's... like a Gyarados and one a Gyarados one.
2: looks exactly like a like a Chinese dragon. And mm.
1: It's a specific art, fo- like art yeah. style. Like it looks exactly like the Pokemon Gyarados, and like the sheep look exactly like Flaffies. Like the yeah, the, there, oh, there was really? Magic card Have you ever seen a Flaffy
2: cry as it's gunned down <laughs> in the streets?
1: That's what I'm saying. Is I don't know how they're getting away with that. Like just blatant, like one to one, they're ripping off the character models.
0: I uh, it um yeah to continue this thread there was a human character in this which and this is a deep pokemon cut thing uh in the latest games there is a black woman named nessa who is a gym leader and very quickly scumbags began circulating like a mod and fan art of her as a white character and yeah this character but as a white woman seemed to be in this game so mm, shit. Mm. They got that. Trying to audience. hit that demo. Yeah, oh man, now it to.
2: Now it's taken a PR hit. Yeah. <laughs> this otherwise unbesmirched game now it has problems.
0: I At least main at least actual Pokémon games have like the narrative built-in thing of No, yeah, the Pokémon like this. The Pokémon like fighting for sport and entertainment. <laughs> you can't can't do that
1: (laughs) you don't get away with that you're a writer you you made them like it
2: (laughs) yeah i mean like i I, this game gets no benefit of the doubt no absolutely none but that being said it'd be like if there were two games and one was you go and conquer a land and colonize it and shit and another game we do the exact same thing and in one of them the natives are like oh, man, this sucks, and the other one, they're like, oh, wow, cool, Mo- <laughs> modern industry. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's just, not great either way, really. Just Oompa Loompas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the difference between Oompa Loompas and, uh... God, I don't know.
2: The, <laughs> I think the it, Aztec.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I wasn't going to go uh, real world with it. Oh, just...
2: okay.
0: Might be. Cl- I was trying to think of a piece of media that had the whatever the blue aliens in Avatar were called. Huffy. <laughs> sure. Everyone always says that shit. They're like, I don't remember anything. No one remembers a single
1: line of dialogue in the whole movie. Like it was the biggest movie of all time, and I'm like, I remember a lot of shit about Avatar. <laughs> I
2: mean,
1: did I just like Avatar more than most people? Apparently, like I think so. Jesus Christ.
0: I don't know. Um, Andrew. Looks like you've been eating this past week or two. Why don't you go off about it?
2: Uh, he he, he, mean, he means that there were some uh, showcases that I enjoyed.
0: I'm sorry. I'm Lucas, leaning into the Lu- Los Angeles did not vernacular. Call me fat.
2: He did not call me
0: fat. I'm eating into the Los not Angeles enough. vernacular too fast, too quick. I apologize. Oh, boy. Andrew, numerous video games that you enjoyed have content about them releasing. Would you please tell us uh, your thoughts and feelings about that?
2: um so yeah uh horizon forbidden west i'm gonna go real quickly through these because they were a long time ago uh horizon forbidden west had like a cool showcase where they kind of showed off a demo and some of the new features of the game and it looks cool uh Mm -hmm. really excited about that horizon zero dawn is one of my favorite games ever so i'm excited to get more of that uh got some aloy doing some cool shit in there yeah um and then dying light 2 finally got some fucking details and it has a release date, um, I think, in December of this year is when it's supposed to come out. Um, it looks it looks cool. It looks better than I thought it would. I really enjoyed the first Dying Light game, and I didn't really think that I would care too much with the sequel. But I think I might get it. I think it looks really oh, cool. Oh, hell um, yeah. And then uh, also, I guess, like a day or two later, Far Cry 6 had like a, a reveal trailer with uh, a bunch of gameplay in it. Also looks cool and different, and I know that the past couple of Far Cry games have been really mid, yeah. but this one, this one looks fun. Mm. Um, also, there was this whole thing on the internet for a little bit where people were really angry about how Aloy looked.
0: Mm-hmm. They said
2: she wasn't hot enough. They're like, why isn't Aloy more pretty? And then there was this terrifying <laughs> image circulated around that someone had photoshopped of Aloy. It was like comparing her headshot in the the trailer, where she is just looks like a young woman. Face is pretty dirty because you know she's a like a, a outdoor, cave woman yeah an outdoor warrior woman uh, yeah whatever. And then photoshopped with her hair like pulled back in a ponytail, and she was wearing makeup mm-hmm. and had like finely done eyebrows, and she had this terrifying smile. Um, and it was just like, this is what she should look like. How come they didn't give Aloy curves? And yeah, no, just, just awful shit. As a character who wasn't, I, I, I think wasn't sexualized at all in the first game. I have no idea where the fuck this is coming from. Yeah. Other than just, yeah, guys are
0: cretins. No, we are. On behalf of all men, I declare, kind of greeting, kind of greeting-y, greeting light. Um, I, Andrew, I please, if you get either of those games, let us know what you think of them. I very much look forward to your opinion on that. And I will just quickly say, David Cage's development company, Quantic Dream, is in court as they started a defamation suit against an outlet that said they were a shit place to work. And the proceedings are proving that Quantic Dream is a shit place to work. Hey, who'd have guessed? Yeah. A lot of of David Cage using homophobic slurs. I, I, I believe he actually stormed out of the proceedings crying at one point. The co-founder of the company asked if he was allowed to lie because he wasn't technically under oath. The good shit. The good shit you want from the people leading a...
2: Am I allowed to lie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that's what you want from people leading oh, I, a multi-million I am? dollar company.
2: I'm allowed to lie? Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, David, great guy. Just a, just a, <laughs> good, just a great boss. Model citizen. I, I'm, I'm still allowed to lie? Yeah, no, totally great with women. Also huge cock.
0: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Andrew, what's going on with Pepsi?
2: I saw the grossest fucking advertisement that I've seen a long time a couple nights ago while watching the Bucks game. And so I was already pretty disgusted with how the Bucks were playing, so I was in no mood for this goddamn Pepsi advertisement. Yeah, but it's a thirty-second ad, and it mm-hmm. starts out basically with this woman. She's she's got a mask on, and you know it's saying shit like, "Oh, we've been away from each other for so long. We haven't been able to do the things that we love." And then it flashes back to pre-pandemic, all the shit they were doing, and it was like people reaching into like a big basket of wings and sucking off their fingers and sticking them back in the pile of wings. Um, people making out at parties with like strangers, people yelling at each other at uh, sports games. Uh, the granddaddy of them all was uh, a rock concert. And it shows these people in the front row and they're jamming out. And then it's the guitar player. He's wailing. He's got long hair. He's covered in sweat. He headbangs and just Bladders the woman in the front uh, row with sweat on the face. <laughs> She's like rubbing it in. And it just, it's just fucking nasty. And I was like, "Here's to the mess that we never thought we'd miss." Like I, I don't want to do any of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> never. Are you goddamn kidding me. Also. How do you get someone's sweat splatter on your face and not immediately freak the fuck out? (laughs) Even pre-pandemic, if that happened, I'd lose my goddamn mind.
1: It depends on the rock star, right? Like if it's, yeah, if it's some random podunk band that you don't even know, but if it's like, this is your shit, this is your favorite band of all time and you got front row tickets... It might be a little bit more palatable. of Like, holy shit, wait, this is kind of crazy what just happened. If the remaining
0: members of Led Zeppelin sweat on me, I think I'd be like, yeah, okay. Ah.
1: Sweat on me has a different connotation. <laughs> <than> <laughs>
0: accidentally flinging some
1: sweat onto you. Sweat on, sweat you on, on me, different. daddy. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't see this ad, so I had to Google it. I found the full one, which is a like minute and a half long. Oh, oh, God. And the song is Tomorrow... From Annie in the background, so I think it's actually saying like this is what we we'll, this is what we have to look oh. forward to. <laughs> yeah, no, it's this more is the opposite. Happen. It's I, not looking back; it's more
0: looking forward.
2: Get ready because I'm going to sweat all over you,
0: Ryan. At any point in the video, does somebody take a drink out of a Pepsi and then baby bird it into somebody's mouth?
1: <laughs> no, the only the only time Pepsi comes into play is when there's a bunch of people at a wedding. And they're doing the chair thing where they like hold yeah. the guy up in a chair, and then they uh, are sweating and it's gross, everything like that. But then they're all on a skyscraper observation deck, and one hands the other a Pepsi as they're still all sweaty, and he takes a drink. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only Pepsi reference. I think they wanted to disassociate their brand from the disgustingness of the rest of the commercial. Which, yeah, makes you wonder... Why well, did they yeah. do it then? Yeah, why yeah. were they showing all this gross shit? The I guess, I think they were going for, like, that one Super Bowl ad, right? Where the guy, the nerdy, quote-unquote, guy makes out with the the hot girl and you, like, catch all the, like, spit and shit as they were going that went... Yeah, that was, like, one of the big ads in one of the Super Bowls, but yeah.
0: The thesis of this commercial does not make a lot of sense. Um, Life is fucking Disgusting. And you yeah, love it, don't it you?
1: Life is gross. like we're meat sacks, you yeah, know? like we 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 can obviously take precautions and not be yeah. absolute maniacs, like in this video. but like there's there's I don't know, sometimes when people go a little over the top, it's like obviously what? normal times pandemic, I get it. but like, yeah. normal times it's like bro, we're we're fucking meat sacks. We have so much microflora yeah. living on and inside of us, like it. It's, it's speculated that it controls who we are. Mm-hmm. Like, so,
2: you know what?
1: <laughs> At the end of the fucking day, let's let's just get over ourselves. I
2: get that we are gross, and I get that we were doing a lot of gross things that we didn't really realize until the pandemic. But it's been like 30 goddamn years since there was that whole, like, you can't double dip. It's like sticking your whole tongue in the bowl. And yeah, I can't double dip because that's all I think about. And I'm I'm not saying like now, I mean forever. That's how I always yeah. was. I mean who
1: but you But double with? dipping's bullshit. Like yeah. that's been proven scientifically actually. Like yeah. Mythbusters literally went out there and was like, Let's do this shit and they were like, Yeah, no, it's it's not. <laughs> it, it adds no extra bacteria. The mm-hmm. the the dip is sitting in the open air. You don't realize how much fucking bacteria gets in there. Mm-hmm. The little tiny, tiny minuscule amounts of saliva that are on the chip as it goes into the dip are nothing compared to the saliva that's being blasted by humans as they converse at a party into the air and then settling into I've the I've seen the
2: CDC photos of two <laughs> dudes just just blasting <laughs> each other with particles. Yeah. <laughs> but that being it said, really if I irrelevant. see someone suck barbecue sauce off their that's fingers... That's not the same! ...and then stick their hand in a bowl of wings, I'm going... To kill someone—that's <laughs> not
1: the same as double dipping. I'm just talking about specifically double dipping a chip into sauce has been proven. And Lucas saw it when we were watching the Bucks game on Saturday. I asked permission to double yes. dip because I'm like, I understand people might have a thing about it, but like, it is dumb. Like, and but like, if you can't get over that, like right. if you just like you said, Andrew, where it's like in your head, like you're just like, oh, I. It's more a visual thing for me and it just grosses me out. Then I'm not going to be like, well, you're stupid because it's scientifically wrong. But right. like at the same time, yeah, it is completely irrelevant. Like because we're gross meat sacks. Yeah. Spewing yeah. disgustingness everywhere we go.
0: If somebody's like, hey, I have a thing about chewing or whatever, whatever kind of tick people have, whatever hang up. And then it's like, all right, yeah, I'm going to try to accommodate. I'm going to try to be polite. Yeah. definitely i mean we all yeah.
2: we all have our things and you know hey i've spewed disgustingness with the best of them <laughs> but that being said yeah i have some things that bother me
1: yeah you flapped your your meat flaps uh, <laughs> every bit as much as the next guy <laughs> <laughs> meat that's a, flaps. I i don't know what that's from well there's a it's a fun video that must be from a show or something and it's just this dude who we find out relatively quickly is an alien uh, pretending to be a human meeting with his alien boss, who's also pretending to be a human in a diner. And they're just talking about how it's like, w- w- so what are these beings like? And he's like, they're, they're meat. And he's just <laughs> like, what, what do you mean they're meat? Like, and he's like, they're made up of meat. Is that- and he's just like, oh, that's gross. Uh, how do they communicate? They move their meat <laughs> <laughs> and it vibrates to create sound <laughs> it's like that's that, that's not true that's that's impossible just like how do they reproduce they, uh, they insert their meat into other meat and, and create more meat like it just like it's they're just they're like getting sick as they're talking about it like oh no like and all around them at the diner like people are like making out and someone's like yeah like eating a hamburger like just like it's just really played up from the alien's perspective is just like jesus christ
0: we're so gross i like that for you Please do, Ryan. Uh, also, I have to step away for a brief moment. But uh, while I'm gone, what's going on with Jeff Bezos?
2: He's going to space. Yeah, Lu- Lucas is gone.
1: Lucas is. Bye, Lucas. Oh. Um. <laughs> what's happening?
2: He's got to go somewhere. Uh, He's
1: good. Okay uh yeah jeff bezos in space get him jeff he's he's gonna be the first billionaire in space so do you think he'll
2: be the first person to fuck in space um he's bringing his brother i mean anyone else i don't know i don't think
1: it's been announced Okay. But his brother is the only other person confirmed to be okay, on Okay, so that, do you think so... he's
2: going to be the first person to fucking spit? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if it was his twin, then it wouldn't really be insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I saw... The reason I first found it, ironically enough, was because of uh, Heather Ann Campbell, who was a like performer from Whose Line Is It Anyway, tweeting about basically like laying out the conspiracy that Jeff Bezos is going to be faking his own death. Like, <laughs> with with this space launch, because, like, he's got everything now. The only thing he needs at this point is that added safety and security that comes from anonymity, you know? Mm-hmm. And just being a normal person and not being the world's richest man. Uh, so, yeah, like, gonna die in a fiery space crash, a spacecraft accident and then get simple plastic surgery and funnel all of his
2: money into shell corporations and then just have operate, and eat it too yeah operate yeah. as a dude in the shadows doing right. still richest man on St- earth things but... still not doing enough
1: uh philanthropy yeah and still yeah still deciding um, to
2: not solve world hunger
1: yeah yeah no exactly that that level of stuff uh also it's like 15 days after he's stepping down as ceo <laughs> of amazon so like you can throw that in there too but it's somewhat
0: plausible, ironically.
1: Yeah. So if he does die, I yeah. am going to be actually i mean somewhat like, mm, mm, I don't know about this.
0: My pet theory is that this is the most elaborate faking your own death in the history of doing so. That's, yeah, you missed. Yeah. That. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, just, yeah. I'm
1: awful. No worries. Mm. You, had, you had pizza to, pizza to grab.
0: I timed this, I'm not used to Pacific time. I timed this out poorly. The Bucks game was promising until it wasn't i'm sorry i'm sorry Brian. i'm sorry andrew i'm sorry listeners at home i'm terrible i am a terrible human being this man eats pizza we're
1: gonna listen to you flap your meat as you put meat meat in your meat (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mm. shudder
0: You want to know who isn't terrible, though? Your Irish uncle. Moving into the meme corner. The memes. Matt LeBlanc from Friends. Joey himself is everyone's Irish uncle. It's some pretty good shit. This is some good wholesome shit.
2: shit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, didn't I fucking warn you? I did so I did. I fucking warned you. He's a... He's a fucking chunk. Yeah,
0: <laughs> man's is, put uh,
2: on regular human weight. Mm. <laughs> Matt LeBlanc
1: might be a little heavy, even for a normal human. Like, Maybe a little bit. That dude, that dude's got some meat on the bones, baby. He's got some meat on his
2: meat.
0: Nah, <laughs> he is catching oh, up to uh, Matthew Perry levels of living hard.
2: I don't know. Matt LeBlanc looks like he's living well.
0: Uh, okay. That's fair. He's got nothing left to prove.
1: The best ones that I saw weren't, like, specifically Irish meme. Really? Or Irish uncle. Like, they were always just, like, generic normal uncles.
2: Oh, I saw mostly Irish uncle stuff.
1: Oh, I definitely saw a lot of that, but I, I liked the-, the ones where it wasn't necessarily just that.
0: So you're telling me you bought them jeans with the holes already in them?
2: I think my favorite one was uh, Matt LeBlanc looks like uh, your uncle who uh, went just as hard as you uh, drinking at the wedding reception. And when you walk into the hotel lobby the next morning, hungover as shit, he already has a pint and he's just (laughs) smiling at you. Yeah. I'm an alcoholic. Hmm. I drink a lot, so I do.
0: I did... I did have that realization uh, over the course of this move how, ironically, the more you discipline and train your body, the more fragile it becomes in some ways. Because I... I was just... A day... Like halfway through day two of the move, my body was just screaming at me to say, Why aren't you running five miles right now? Why why are you not eating food with any kind of nutrition? What are you doing, you fucking idiot? Isn't that the
1: the bit from Parks and Recreation where Roblo uh like basically yeah, he's like, I've I've kept my body at a peak physical form even the smallest iota of microorganism uh, could bring the whole system <laughs> crashing down or whatever like and then yeah basically that happens I, or jeff winger in community yeah he,
0: it's like oh, my body's a temple <laughs> Patton oswald the temple doesn't last forever
1: <laughs> yeah that's right he was a doctor yeah. in community damn oh and he was on harmontown okay this is all making sense now okay how was your run? Did you do a run this morning?
0: Uh, no, with the Bucks game and the timing of my work, it just didn't work out. Um, I did notice that there is an exactly mile-long bike trail, about oh, a quarter mile. bike path? Yeah, so I think... You just kind of run think, laps on that bike trail? Until I get my legs under me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. There's also a
1: track very nearby that's closed for now, but is usually Ooh. open to the public. I, at uh, John Burroughs High School
0: i might do that but the thing with uh, running any kind of distance on a track is that y- you get the asymmetrical ankle uh an- ankle wear pretty quickly well i
2: know that Can you just flip uh, so every- it depends on the day yeah everyone everyone has to run in the same direction but they usually rotate like every day or every other day of like now mm-hmm. you run counterclockwise now you run clockwise that type of thing it's
1: not a busy track oh okay how about that i don't know i I, usually there's like a couple of people on it like i'm sure you could run whatever direction you want and no one's gonna bat an eye god just lapping those soccer moms yeah definitely people walking too for
2: sure yeah so
0: all right we are through the memes and that means we are going into the breakouts I got a lot in here i got i got i got some big stuff in here i'm gonna do one and you guys can go off and then i can get to my comfort food i finished near replicant really hope there's a more direct sequel to this game uh the characters are just fantastic and are weird and broken people that i love to bits and all maybe immortal to some extent, so definitely, <laughs> definitely works. That there could be more of this. Um, they can't but die. Yeah. I, some of them tried. Some of them tried really hard to die, but just wasn't in the cards for them. Uh, yeah, they're great, um, and also just a really sweet uh, thank you for playing the game message. Uh, at the end of that game or in the menu after you complete the game and then go to it that's just yeah this collection of fuck-ups lovable fuck-ups fucking up telling you thank you for playing this game uh, but then finally getting it and it's really sweet and great sad melancholy game yeah andrew what are you checking out I'm still playing Resident Evil
2: 8 with Jade. Where you at? Um, we beat the Vampire Lady Castle. Mm-hmm. Killed the Vampire Lady. Spoilers. Um, and I know you want to play this game eventually, so I'm not going to give you too many spoilers. But You know I don't care, though. <laughs> um, we got through maybe the most horrifying sequence in a video game we've ever played
0: uh which which boss what which boss area was it the doll lady you talking about the baby yeah the
2: big <laughs> big fetus need i say more than big fetus <laughs> fetus big um yeah they make everything big in this game um yeah so after you get through like a 6 hour sequence in this castle with you know shooting a bunch of zombie ladies and vampire bat things um you then have to go to just a a regular i guess a regular mansion not a (laughs) castle but just a regular mansion and you walk in there and it's spooky there's ghost shit going on and oh no the lights turned off and now all your guns are gone (laughs) and you have to complete an escape room not just like regular uh Resident Evil puzzle shit. Like a full-on escape room that if you had done it in person with your friends, it would be a pretty well-done escape room. Mm-hmm. And then a giant fucking fetus shows up. And you can't like, fight it. You just have to run away and hide and try to, like, figure out how to get around it and stuff. And it's it's terrifying. It's so awful. So, like,
0: fetuses are pretty small. What what is a giant fetus? Like the size of a a basketball? The size mm-hmm. of like two cows.
2: Two. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. I saw the the donkey video which yeah. prominently featured the the fetus.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. No, it's pretty scary shit.
0: Does Does the giant fetus, giant baby fit in thematically with the doll lady and her shit? Okay. Yeah. Have you beaten her yet, the doll?
2: Yes, I did. Okay. We uh, we got out, we beat the doll, we left, we got our guns back, and then we just turned the game off and kind of breathed heavily for a
0: while. (laughs) (laughs) I, um... I know Lady D was definitely the uh, breakout of the game from the trailers, but I'm seeing a lot of love for the uh, doll doll boss in the game from uh, fan art and stuff. Hmm. I don't want to see
2: it. No? I don't want to see anything related to that sequence of events. Which, by the way, that whole thing was like a half hour. Oh! Yeah, it was really short. Really well done, but super short.
0: Wait, so you're... How many hours are you in? Uh, ostensibly halfway through two of the four bosses presented at the start of the game.
2: Ou- eight hours through. Damn. Okay. Yeah. And again, I'm. I mean, I have no idea how long the other two bosses are going to take, but yeah, the first one was like six hours, and the second one was a half hour.
0: Cool. Still
2: liking it. Oh yeah, no, it's really good. Just
0: t- scary. As it should be. I, which you <laughs> specifically asked for. You, you, I did. You wanted this. Yeah, you brought it on. You no, know, this yeah. is my
2: fault. I did this to myself. No, Ryan,
0: what are you checking out then?
2: Yeah, I won the Super Bowl
1: again. Yay! Yeah, not anything too crazy. Uh, you ruined David. Yeah, David Bakhtiari, uh, the Packers left tackle. One of the few remaining OG Packers on Andrew's team uh, announced to Andrew that, hey, this is my last year. I'm just not sure that I can keep up with anyone anymore. Uh, Like, you know what? I want to win one more Super Bowl before I retire, so let's make a run out of it. And then... (laughs) And then, and then I got messages from
2: rallied around him and was like let's do it yeah, for David. I, I kept and... getting messages from other team members of like oh your right guard has something to say. Yeah man, I was talking to David. I don't think he's got it left in him anymore. I don't I think he can come back next year. But let's I've been talking to the guys and we're all gonna we're all gonna do it for him man we're gonna give it our all and they're like yeah we got like a three overall bonus like we just we're all getting boosted because we're so jazzed to help David out first playoff game comes along we beat the Seahawks get tons more messages hell yeah we're doing this for David we're doing it for David more boosts we're all better than we were because we love David that much go on coach lead us to victory and then I had to play Ryan, <laughs> and Ryan killed David. <laughs> <laughs> David caught a touchdown pass. Yeah, I moved it was... <laughs> what, with like three minutes left in the game. I moved him to tight end, <laughs> and kept throwing the ball at him. And I kept diving
1: away yeah. like a like a small make-a-wish kid at a (laughs) football
2: practice. And he got a touchdown. Allowing him to score.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if it was more insulting or not, but, I mean, I'm a Packer fan, and I'm a big fan of David Bakhtiari, so I felt bad making his career end the way it did, but at the same time, I don't know. It's insulting if I just, like, lost on purpose. Like, I just punted on first down every single possession i don't know I,
0: so. I mean, you could have done that but then you know if you had maybe yeah david's like two years later you know what actually i think i could i could, I could throw the pigskin around a couple a couple <laughs> more times goes to the jets doesn't really have much success nah. there ends up at the vikings then you know he's yeah. wanted in the state of mississippi Right. Yeah. Andrew Andrew
1: has a left tackle right, waiting in the wings who's, you know, been on the team for a couple of years but showing a ton of promise. Yeah. Uh he has had a couple of injury concerns the mm-hmm. new left tackle. So after David retires, he goes into the draft, picks two additional backup left tackles just to make just sure one of them bets. sticks. Yeah. There, yeah. There's just gonna to make sure an, that
2: some someone's doing solid. There's going to be an epic competition at left tackle yeah. to try to fill that spot. that was left by a hall of famer.
1: Yeah. And then David Bakhtiari is like, actually, I kind of want to play. <laughs> and, then, you know, and you're like, well, we, we don't, we don't, we, we can't do that. There's no we room at the not. end, David. We invested a lot. I get, look, dude, you mean a lot to the organization. We'll let you compete for the job. And he's like, no, it's my job. And then, ah, fuck man. Like, I guess we'll trade you. Where, where do you wanna, it hurts
2: us a lot. Where do you want to go? The Vikings? No. No. We can't. We're going to send you
1: out of the conference. Okay, you know, if you must. And then, yeah, David is kind of, well, meh, like whatever in, in that season. But then, yeah, after one year at the Jets, goes to the Vikings for two additional seasons where he has a career renaissance and mm-hmm. – yeah. Oh, but then, like, while he's with the Vikings, a former Jets employee uh, reveals that he sent a bunch of unwanted dick pics nah. to her in in a predecessor to modern Me Too that probably would have gotten <laughs> in much more hot water modern times. Nah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, after ten years, he endorses an authoritarian, uh, fucking
2: fascist,
1: and steals and, charity uh, money. Still, is not not charity money. Uh, pandemic mm-hmm. aid oh, yeah. for small businesses, which he claims to be such a fervent supporter of that he's supporting this authoritarian fascist. Uh, even though the authoritarian fascist's uh, main competition was very much a neoliberal, who is of course in support of small business because literally no one in American <laughs> politics is against small business. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, no steals over a million dollars in what is meant to be aid for struggling small businesses during a global pandemic uh mm-hmm. and then yeah it is just still out there. So yeah, hopefully that doesn't
0: happen. <laughs> uh, wow, the scenario writers have really stepped it up for this yeah. one. Credit where it's due. Honestly, they stepped it up with the whole retirement
1: thing. I've never had that ah. message like that. That is an interesting cuz it happens in real life for mm-hmm. sure, like when when people have their victory their victory lap where, you know, fans in opposing stadiums are giving them standing ovations because it's like, oh, last time we'll ever see them play here and stuff. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, we we dispatched the Packers uh, unceremoniously, <laughs> and then Good. proceeded to just unceremoniously dispatch of the next two opponents on our route to yet another undefeated season.
2: How, uh, and, uh, I'm glad the know. Packers will never have a Q- QB controversy again. I'm glad
0: we learned our lesson. Hey, oh my God, we're moving in the group chat. Uh, so I will just say super quickly um, and apologize if you guys have other stuff. Feel free to slide that in there. Uh, this past two weeks, I watched um, both the uh, vaccine, uh, modern vac- anti-vaccine movement video that H Bomber guy put out. Uh, that traced it back to two dudes out of the UK, one of which thinks he can cure autism with his bone marrow. Um, yeah, that, that, that was illuminating. That was a great, uh, I think, like, two-hour video of H HBomberguy dunking on these terrifying but also really incompetent people. Um, and then the new Super Eyepatch Wolf video uh, on the unreleased in the u.s video game mother 3 that was great and uh yeah just want to say that these kind of staple creators in my life people i've been fans of for several years now it's been great going back to their content when i am kind of in a very transitional period in my life and everything is new and scary and uh yeah still still have that as uh kind of a form of support that's cool um,
1: it it, I'm glad that you put the disclaimer of like the modern right. anti-vaccine mm-hmm. movement because, yeah, it's it's very much like anti-Semitism in Nazi Germany where right? it's right. like, well, whole, like, yeah, anti-Semitism has been around in some form for literally, like, millennia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, like, the anti-vaccine rhetoric has been around for, yeah, since vaccines were invented. But yeah. no, and, this... and just general distrust in medicine has been around since humankind first discovered that they could treat didn't like ailments right no <laughs> this isn't yeah, like this these are the two guys that were mm-hmm. the hitler and uh fucking <laughs> i don't know who's who's another steve bannon of <laughs> steve, fair of vaccines like anti-vax movement so yeah yeah and and now lebron james Aww. and uh and this historian guy that i was telling lucas about yeah. how i wasted 45 minutes of my fucking life yesterday um I had a YouTube recommendation of historian, uh, you know, creates a tier list of U.S. presidents. And I'm like, that sounds kind of fun. Like, got nothing to do for an hour. Might as well click in, see what's going on here. And, uh, you know, started the video and it was, like, interesting. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's got some interesting points. Like, he's, you know, he's echoing the same sentiments that I learned in, like, AP U.S. history, which, yeah, I guess is not... (laughs) <laughs> probably a great sign because he's supposed to be an actual legitimate historian so you should probably know a little bit more than a random guy who kind of likes history like yeah um and, yeah, he was like, oh, you know, I'm not going on politics. Like, I'm trying to go on, like, impact that they had for the office and, like, impact on the country and how good they were as a leader and shit like that. And I'm not going to do any modern presidents like Clinton on. I'm not going to touch because that's, you know, going to be too divisible. Uh, and then, you know, he started and, like, he was like, oh, Thomas Jefferson, A tier, like, you know, not a good guy. Uh, obviously, like, you know, did a lot of stuff for the office and everything like that. He's actually one of my least favorite, if not my actual least favorite like presidents as a human being, but you know, a tier because of like all the shit he did. And so I was like, okay, so he's willing to be objective and shit like that. Like, fair enough. Uh, but then once it started to get somewhat more modern, it, he got to FDR, which was my first giant red flag because he was like, FDR. Mm. <laughs> so here's the interesting one <laughs> most, you know, plenty of people are going to put him in the S tier and like, you know what, I'm not going to argue with you that hard. For me, FDR is a tier. I'm just looking at like New Deal policies, like. Not a big fan of like most of the New Deal stuff. And he was just like and I was like, oh, here we go. Oh wait, there was actually one earlier because of um shit. Oh, it was Woodrow Wilson was F tier. Oh. Because Woodrow Wilson instituted the income tax. And that was my first, like, okay, here we go. This is interesting. And then yeah, it was and like Woodrow Wilson, not a great president. So right. like I was like, interesting. But income tax being your number one thing and not like the Horrific racism and like his messiah complex of like I can heal the world from World War One, that shit, whatever. Um, so yeah, then FDR was like, you know, not a big fan of most of the New Deal stuff, like, uh, but like his leadership during World War Two was unquestionably good and blah blah blah, A tier. Then almost right after that, there was a fan in his chat who was from Ireland and was talking about like he, he was like his most. His oldest fan and everything and always donated a bunch of money and all this shit and he was like you're coming out to Ireland soon right and he was like oh yeah 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 um do they require a vaccine to like visit the UK like is that a requirement and everything like that and he was like yeah I'm not really sure and then like the fan and then another fan was like are you vaccinated and he said um am I vaccinated um I'm a 45 year old man I'm pretty healthy I think I had COVID pretty early on so yeah no I'm not gonna get vaccinated and I was just like click like I was like. <laughs> You wasted so much time on my life. Like 45 minutes that I will never get back. Like this is some bullshit. So yeah, that's frustrating.
0: I love how this video is just the meme of... How do you know somebody is a libertarian? Because they're going to tell you you're a libertarian playing out over the course of an hour.
1: Yeah, it was 45 minutes. I made it about three quarters of the way through. And I was like, ah,
2: I know who this guy is. Libertarians' favorite thing to do is to make fun of vegans for liking being vegan so much. But all libertarians do is talk about how cool they are because they're libertarian. They are the exact same. hmm I, but I ex- except they're harming any. people. <laughs> yeah.
1: He never mentioned anything about uh, taking us off the gold standard huh? know, being a huge yeah. thing. That's a very libertarian mindset. So he never mentioned that. But I had a very good idea of how this guy felt about the world. Um, and yeah, I guess the first mini red flag probably should have been like, oh, modern politics, too divisive. Don't want to wade into it and shit. Like, probably. Coward. You know? Yeah. <laughs> a, a historian can look at mm-hmm. the unprecedented shit that Trump was doing and be like, no, <laughs>
0: that shit ain't cool, fam. Uh, so in the Trump presidency kind of revealed that uh, we maybe don't know if presidents uh, can be held accountable to the law. That's going to put them at least below the C tier. Maybe yeah. at least D for me. Oh, no, it's not that we don't know. Now we do know they
2: can't be <laughs> held accountable. Well, that's
1: it depends on the party. That's the precedent oh. now. I mean, yeah, you know, sure. You know, if Joe Biden yeah, tried know. half the shit that Democrats would absolutely impeach, and that's literally the core difference and why Democrats will never win. Which, like, I get it. Take the high road. We gotta be better. Blah blah blah. But like, at a certain point, we're kind of fighting for our fucking lives. <laughs> yeah. Like, and yeah, it's it's fucking brutal when Al Franken can get ousted for, like putting his hands over a woman's chest twenty years ago and meanwhile they can have just
0: child predators get elected to office. It's difficult. (laughs) I think Oh, I think it was some red state, maybe, that like they're trying to pass a law right now that would outlaw child marriage essentially, and that's proving to be really divisive among their constituency, and what the fuck are we doing? (laughs)
1: I mean, isn't that the problem with democracy, though, right there? Yeah. Like, you know something is literally just morally wrong, but if over 50% of the population doesn't agree, like, there's nothing you can do, man. Mm. They're literally, the politicians are actually, if they actually believe in democracy, obligated yep. to follow what 50.1% of the population believes. Like, it's fucking brutal, man. So,
0: Boy you know what I can't think of a cheerier note uh, To end the breakouts on Head into the group chat And uh, talk about the equally Cheery topic of Nobody have any fucking clue what's going on with Aaron Rodgers Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, we, we, it's, it's now officially Right like we could fine him for not showing up At
2: this point mm-hmm. which we probably won't Yeah but. It's we could. I know that there are some new rules in the CBA this year that um like once you get to training camp, because uh, this week starts mandatory mini camp, there's so many different stages in the NFL offseason. Um yeah. once you get to training camp, which is of course mandatory, um if he doesn't show up to those, the Packers can't choose to not find him.
1: Which the owners negotiated right. for, yeah no because like, of this exact situation right no like, like it's because if it's optional you're not get your hands are going to be right tied Cause, because cause if because if you can choose to not find
2: them you're going to ruin the like any possible chance of like hashing things out if you decide to find them but now that the packers have to find him coming in going into training camp in the future you know that'll you know that'll be a little bit different but yeah like i I don't see us finding him for not coming to minicamp, and he's not going to come to minicamp. One, like, there's no reason for him to. The, the, even if we did decide to find him, it's like a total of ninety-one thousand dollars. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers doesn't fucking care about ninety-one thousand dollars. He's gonna need that money if he if he's gonna actually hold out.
1: <laughs> we'll see if he's if he's gonna forego that forty million dollar paycheck that's coming his way this year. Nah,
0: man, he's counting on landing that Jeopardy gig
1: everyone keeps saying that like, they don't i don't think they realize that there was literally dozens of guest co-hosts in the in the wake of alex trebek's passing people like he's one of dozens and he's he wasn't he was considered an above
2: average mm-hmm. one he was definitely not considered a top tier yeah. guest host. I, I think so the whole thing about like aaron Rodgers is going to go and, and do jeopardy instead of football is not because oh he's got the gig lined up it's that it's it's, he's talked about it before, even before Alex Trebek died. Like that's his dream job, not being an NFL quarterback. Hosting he's Jeopardy is it. his dream job. I, I understand that, but that's it's, that's it's why like people no talk offense, about guys. it.
1: I think that like for the vast majority of these NFL fans that are saying this type of thing, their only exposure to Jeopardy has been when Aaron Rodgers was on <laughs> Jeopardy. So, oh my god! Like, they, yeah. they literally think, holy shit, he was the guest host once Alex Trebek. Dying. He was the successor like he's, to he's Alex the front Trebek. He's yeah. yeah, like, they, they don't understand what was actually mm. going on, that they were literally just trying everyone, mm-hmm. because why not? Like, yeah. it was a fun little, like, and all of them paying tribute to the legend that had just tragically passed away, like, after mm. a long battle with cancer. Like, yeah, it was, I, I don't think that they fully understand the nuance there that, look, no offense, but Aaron Rodgers is not the best candidate to replace a professional TV personality. Like when you, when you've got people like fucking LeVar Burton and <sighs> I mean, Ken Jennings before all the, <laughs> <I'm not thinking laughs> that. like when, when you've got people that are actually pre like bean for dad, this.
2: Ken Jennings <laughs> <laughs>
1: or bean dad exposed Ken Jennings. I mean, um... dad was to Ken Jennings. What Dennis Schroeder was to LeBron James. Ooh. <laughs> She says, uh, I was things that you could never explain to one year ago. So <laughs> I
0: was gonna say, uh, <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say Sarah Palin to, um, uh, oh god, why John am McCain. I bang? He's yes, McCain. thank you. I'm sorry, I
2: remember Sarah Palin, but not McCain.
0: <laughs> well, I had to think about Sarah Palin, and then I think that replaced the Joe McCain that was in my head. Yeah,
2: Joe McCain.
0: <laughs> i i'm losing it i'm sorry yeah damn you're fading that that, 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 that mike's LA hard lemonade spot. i had at your place is catching up <laughs> the sugar
1: crash man oh yeah, you had a mike's hard and a and a white claw
0: Mm-mm. crossfaded <laughs> <laughs> um for what is worth my grandparents and i know this is going to be a long shot holding out for uh anderson cooper i believe uh I know he wasn't in the top batch of that, but it's my grandparents. They're like good old people. They put out a Biden Harris sign and they're in the mid to upper eighties. That's a big deal for them. Make it happen, America.
1: I don't want to <laughs> put grandparents on blast. i probably but I'm curious, like who who did they put out in 2012? <laughs>
0: Uh, 2012, they both voted for Hillary, I believe.
1: No? I mean... They wouldn't have. 2012 or 2012, I'm asking. The Romney-Obama.
0: Oh, uh, grandmother definitely voted for Obama. Grandfather voted for Romney.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: better than nothing. Yeah. Now she was a teacher, and it's like, well, the union tells me to vote and Yeah, one of one of those one of those situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: She still has to like follow her union in her seventies. Like ride or
0: die, motherfucker.
1: I mean, you're not even. I guess I don't know. No. How, is pension plans? Are those paid out by the school district or by the union? By the state. By the state. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Right. Yeah. So yeah, why?
0: No offense, but
1: like, why do you have to listen to your union? They can't provide if they don't provide benefits for you after retirement.
0: Well, I, mm. I, I mean, there are some, there are a not insignificant number of voters who are just like, yeah, I vote Republican because I've always voted Republican. Like, there's, there's yeah, no why, right? am
1: yeah. equally as curious as to why they do that. <laughs> Actually, I'm definitely more curious as to why they do that. Right. I get. I, I get Stillwater's running deep with, yeah, like, mm-hmm. union, unions are very much a brotherhood or sisterhood, or, or a family of, like, yes. you know, we are fucking locked together. Step. The minute someone breaks, we are all fucked, so mm-hmm. we have to be on the same page here, like. Nah. Yeah. I get it. hmm But, I don't know. Eh. Think for yourself, Lucas's grandma. Like, I hope you arrive at the same conclusion, but,
0: <laughs> you know. I think they would.
1: I hope they would. If your grandpa could. Yeah. I'm sure your grandma could.
0: Hmm. Fingers crossed. All right. And that's just about going to take us into the wind down as we finish up episode 146 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. It is fantastic to be back. We hope you enjoy having us back. If you want to let us know that, please like this video, like this episode, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram and YouTube where we have terrific highlight clips for you to enjoy. Email us your questions and business opportunities, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Um... Actually, linked in the description down below if you want to help a collection of great progressive causes. We have a Patreon if you want to join the likes of the terrific Tiffany Cole, Sucky Badger, and sensual Richard Nixon, helping us keep the likes on, helping us keep the show going. Of course, follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast for updates, and follow me at LucasTheWriter on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. Little bit, A little bit, little bit of some insider information for all of you who made it this far got something coming up got something coming up i'm pretty proud of and i think you'll all enjoy so keep an eye out for that one but of course thank you again for listening been back been been away for a little bit thank you for understanding and uh yeah good luck good luck as we're heading into whatever demographic summer this is going to be voluntary viewing summer there we go
1: That's white boys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: go. (laughs) Goodbye and good luck.